Welcome to the Touch All for Baseball podcast. We hope you enjoy the following presentation of the only podcast with two brads on it. What's going on, guys? Touch All Four. Um, Bradley decided to be selfish and uh, wanted to update his laptop right when we started. So he'll join us in a minute. Um, I mean, a selfish move. He needs to figure it out. We've been sitting here waiting for him. We're not going to wait anymore. Oh, and Joey, how are we really? feeling? It is. It is. Really disappointing. Really I, I, I mean, I don't know if I can speak for both of you, but me personally, I feel a little bit disrespected. I No, I do too. We're model professionals here. A lack of concern he has for our time and our fans and the content that we need to make. I mean, and he's supposed to be a president of a frat, right? Yeah, I mean, is that how he runs this? Not a good one, though. No, this is how this is how we run things. No, it's terrible. Not good. It's terrible. I uh, I almost want to apologize on behalf of him because it's kind of embarrassing what he's doing right now. It's not good for the brand. It's really not. It's terrible. I mean, no feel. This is his brand. That's that's his brand. This is this is us. Yeah. Yeah. We have to. We we need to let people know that we do not condone the actions of what happened um, right now. You know, our our uh, faithful thirty. Where we we apologize. His his <laughs> personal his personal issues do not reflect the opinions and views of the rest of us. Not. We're all point. here on time, ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll. And you know what you said about his views? You know, he's a Cardinals fan. We he. Yeah, obviously he doesn't speak for us. No, no. I mean, he was the one who brought it up to me first. I mean, I just got off work, just got home, you know, about to do homework. He's like, hey, let's do a podcast. I'm like, sure. Yeah, why not? Text you guys and uh, and look who's not here. Disgraceful. Disappointed, um, but not surprised. So uh, we're going to talk about some our end of the season predictions here of MVP ALNL, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and then we're going to give a little preview of what we think the playoffs are going to look like. Um, what do we want to start with? We'll wait for Bradley. You know, we'll give him, we'll, we'll let him come in with, with us, but we can talk about something else for now. All right. Well, if Bradley's not here, I might as well go ahead and talk a little bit about the Cubs real quick. <laughs> indulge good. yourself. Shout Just out. Good. A little indulgent. So just to shout out. Uh, Peyton Wisniewski for what he did tonight. Peyton Miley started the game. It was a valiant effort. Allowed three runs to the potent Reds offense over four innings. Hard-earned four innings to work out of Wade Miley. Peyton Wisniewski, first day up from AAA Iowa. They decided to throw the kid right in, straight out of the frying pan, into the fire. Here he comes against a fully loaded Reds offense. Five innings, two hits, one walk, eight Ks, not a single run on the Flawless outing for Wisniewski, first time up out of Iowa. Fantastic return from the Yankees. You gotta love it if you're a Cubs fan. Gotta love it. And the Cubs gotta just won it. nine to three. Cubs have officially defeated the Reds nine to three. Hayden Wisniewski, five innings to close out the game. That's nice. Incredible. Oh, I just wanted to let I just I just thought the people might appreciate hearing that, you know, four days later when the podcast gets uploaded. Did uh, you forgot? He... Did he close? Out <laughs> yeah, just in case, just in case you forgot, Hayden Wisniewski shoved on. Uh, oh, look I got him. He's in the so, red holding Wait, cell. did uh, did Hayden close out the game in the ninth? No, he came in in the fifth inning and just pitched the rest of the game. Wade Miley threw four innings. Hayden Wisniewski threw the other five. Oh, so he got a save for that then? Yeah, he went five. I mean, yeah, he went five full innings. He might have even gotten the win, to be honest. 
Yeah, he did get the win because they were losing when he came yeah. in. Or at least yeah, he did. Tied. Oh. There yeah, we go. He, that's that's one way to start your. It looks not too bad. Yeah, I'll hit it. I mean, right. eight punches over five. Electric. Come on, man. There was He's good news future. on the Cody Hoyer front too. I think recently too, right? Oh, I hope so. It's been nothing but bad news from him the last year. <laughs> Fuck. We're due for some good news on him. I think it's basically like... camera still fucked. Still not working. Yeah, I guess. Oh God, figure it God, out. Oh no. <laughs> My goodness. He's just too. He, well, just, when, he can't show, show his face. When, when are you going to stop being selfish? All right, you're ruining the brand. Yeah, when are you going to start showing a little concern for the podcast as a whole, rather than your own personal brand? This is terrible. I hope you don't run your frat like this, honestly. <laughs> He's speechless. No comment. <laughs> just a shame. He just can't. All right. All right. I mean, he could just pull a chair up next to you this whole time, right? I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't get it. He could have done that the entire time, but uh selfish. Selfish. He's about to come um, busting through Joey's door. That's why I did want to say something on uh, two things. I have three topics in the AL East. All right. One of them, yeah. I will start with the first one. A little bit of love for Joey here. The Rays. Back. Coming up on the Yankees. We love to see it. I, I don't understand what kind of back right now. I think so. so it's yeah. four or five. It's close though. Yeah, I mean, what kind of black magic do they do over there? Voodoo, witchcraft, sacrificing we chickens. Love, I, I don't know. We love to see David Peralta as the best player that has that's had the most it, impact. Since everyone, the trade everyone saw it coming. It's so ridiculous. It was it's, so obvious as soon as he got works. traded there. It was like obviously he's just going to revive his career for the second half of the season and send just lead them on an absolute run. And he doesn't oh, even have there to play. He is. Oh, there he is. There he God, is. Damn it! You're in timeout for the first five minutes. Um. But yeah, I know Brady's just... itching to talk about David Peralta right now for sure. Oh. No, <laughs> I was going to shoot one that in. No, I've heard this entire conversation. There's not a single damn bit. There we go. We're, we're going to mute him for a little bit. He's in time. <laughs> um, damn. All right. Second thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have power. Um, second thing in the Al East. Back. Um, Bobuchet. This is. All right, I don't have enough power here. Um, and Bo Bichette against the Orioles. I mean, the red-hot Orioles and Bo Bichette is now batting 500 over his last 38 Bs. He has he had four bombs and six at-bats the past two days. It's been fun to watch this offense start to come alive as they're getting closer to playoff push here. And then my third topic I wanted to cover in the AL East is Adley Rushman. This dude came up, and I swear he is the reason the Orioles season turned around. He's batting 257 now. He's got 10 home runs, a 4.2 war, and on top of that, offensively, defensively, he's a top 10 pitch framer in the league, and he is just on the verge of being top 10 in OPS among catchers. The dude's pretty good, and I'm excited to watch him play throughout his career. I love Adley Rushman, but being on the verge of top 10 in OPS among catchers does not mean much. Well, he did. Have I just that, want to say that. <laughs> no, I understand that. I understand that he had a very slow start to his season, though, when they first called him up. You know, this little adjustment period, but since then he's just been raking, and it's fun to see. He's got yeah. a great swing. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers would be if he took his first month and a half out of there, but they'd be oh, they'd be a lot better. Yeah. The only issue I see, but then again, Orioles, uh, he doesn't have that many RBIs. I mean, that's fine. He's still 
he's doing what he can there. And yeah, it's, get some it's pretty on base in front of him. You know, yeah. we'll see. Well, I mean, you brought Gunnar Henderson up, and uh, that's exciting too. Twenty-one year old. He was the top prospect in baseball for a short time after they brought Adler. his helmet off in his first at bat. Of Ooh, course, got to show that off was the nice. flow around that all nice. four bases. That was beautiful. Um, I, from the games I was watching, the Orioles games, uh, his defense, he's, he looks nervous out there. But, I mean, he'll get comfortable. He'll get it going. But uh, He's not really it, a defensive guy. He's never been thought of as one. I was going to say, he was always a bat-first kind of guy, wasn't he? No, like he's but your second baseman. I mean, he's like a serviceable shortstop, but he's not. Yeah, I mean, they were they were experimenting him at uh, first and third in the minors, too. He played all around the infield. Because he but, had, doesn't have a home, Brad. That's not – No, no, he doesn't. No. That's not um, actually, of... one more thing I thought of about the AL East, and I'm just briefly going to touch on this because we all know my – I'm fucking watching the ESPN. Hey, there's there's other divisions. There's other – I know. Just, just hang on. I'm starting with – you're in timeout. Shut, the, shut up. No. Um, <laughs> um, Aaron Judge, all right, 54 homers. I mean, it's pretty impressive. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Don't want to talk too much about the Yankees. They get enough. I don't want to sound ungrateful, but it'd be nice if we did just a little bit more for my fantasy team. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit a more. Little. The entire Yankees <laughs> offense without Judge is one big Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. I mean, didn't he single-handedly win like three of the last four games? Hey, I'm just saying I could be a little bit hey, better. Hey, going on over there? Thanks. If, I, if Aaron Judge just put up a few more points, I might have a couple more wins on the board. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> All right. Anybody else want to touch on anything right now? The Mets are going to lose the NL East if we're going to stay on that side of the country. Talk about that. The Braves taking the division back. Braves are getting hot. Spencer Strider's like pitching at a 250 strikeout pace. Right 16 now. strikeouts in his last start. Braves record. That That's must be the show on rookie. It is. I mean, yeah, yes. to be honest, I, I can't remember his exact stats off the top of my head, but he might even be on pace for 300 if he pitched a full 200 innings this season. I mean, yeah. He, he's putting up a ridiculous I mean, he's only got a three pitch mix there, but that's all he needs, apparently. He's been lights out. He strikes out everybody. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how he does it. Can't touch him. It's ridiculous. All right. Um, Bradley, you're fine. Go ahead. You want to talk about something now? No, I won't be disrespected by the likes of you. Okay, I'm just saying you could have went in Joey's room for like the first whatever, but no, you're you're selfish. Well, you know, there's <laughs> there's two types of people in the world, Brad. There's one the bitch, yep. there's one the problem solve. I face an issue, I problem solve. You on the other hand, mm, yeah, but it, it was in our expense. It was in our expense, so figure it out. Um, all right, let's um. Let's go on. What do you want to talk about first? MVP, Cy Young, or Rookie of the Year? Is that an open question to the class, or is it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's start with Rookie of the Year. All right. I think. Um, Julio I think Rodriguez. we can all. Yeah, I think we can all agree an AL Rookie of the Year there. Julio. Yeah, Julio, oh, right. Okay. Thing, I guess, but I feel like at this point, Spencer Strider almost fucking runs away with it. My goodness. Well, here's the thing. This might even just be a flash in the pan, but it has sustained over over 115 innings at this point. It's been good. Well, well I mean, the only, the only two odds on real favorites are him and Michael Harris. But um, I think if you take both their war, don't quote me on it, it's like 4.2 and 3.7. 
but Strider has still been just been better. Like uh, Michael uh, Harris's is four point three. Ah, maybe I had it backwards. I do not know. I mean, Strider Strider's just ridiculous. I mean, he's been good, to be honest. I would have to take Strider. Really. Well, my pick for uh, if we're going to say that NL is going to be Michael Harris. He's batting oh. 309, 15 ding dongs. No? Yeah. He's not taking the ball in game two of the division series. Or actually, no, when they beat the Mets out of the division, uh, game two of the, yeah, no, the division series, I guess. The wild yeah, card. Yeah, they're not, they're not looking at the wild card. Either. I did want to well, touch on Julio real quick, a little fun stat. He has, he has passed the 2020 mark as a rookie. He is the 10th Mariner ever, and uh, he's the fastest player in the AL. He's to the 10th Mariner ever. To, uh, to reach he's 2020. <clears throat> he's the fastest AL player to ever reach in. He beat Mike Trout. He did it in 107 games. Mike Trout did it in 112. Well, if uh, Bobby Witt would have uh, you know, been hurt for a little bit of time, he would have been the fastest because he's also a 2020 guy this year. So, I like let's respect on Bobby Witt. J-Rod's just more fun. <laughs> that's that's arguable. And Who's Seattle's talking America's about Bobby team, Witt. Bobby Witt's on the Royals. Yeah, that's Midwest team, the Midwest American team, I guess. The All American team, right there. The Cardinals. Uh, yeah. So, are you three taking Spencer Strider as your NL MVP? Yes. I don't know about MVP. Oh, yeah. Maybe Rick. Or- Oh, Wait, rookie of the year. Sorry, MVP. rookie of the year. Sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I got to figure it out. I got to lock in. Yeah, rookie of the year. Yes. All right. Yeah. So I'm the lone one over here with Michael Harris, huh? Yeah. Not to say Michael Harris is bad. He's fantastic, too. It's oh, just yeah. Strider's just been otherworldly. It's just such a unique yeah. skill set. It's like fucking DeGrom right now. I mean, it's insane. All right. I mean, I guess. Let's uh, six innings. <laughs> He's bound to die here soon. <laughs> Think so? Yeah. MVP then. Um, I'm going to go and say mine and Bradley's pick. Paulie G. Paul Arenado. Can they co-do it? <laughs> like, Paul is that Arenado. Still a yeah. Is that a thing? You ship them. That's cute. Okay, the MVP odds, Goldschmidt's at minus 1,400, Arenado's at plus 2,500, Freeman's at plus 3,000, and Trey Turner's at plus 4,000. Goldschmidt and Arenado could take votes away from each other, but I don't think Nolan will actually get that many votes. I may be wrong. pretty much just be Paul Goldschmidt. I may be wrong, but isn't Paul Goldschmidt fighting for a triple crown right now? Uh, no, nah, he's not. I mean, he's like five or he's six still- off the RBIs. He's leading an average. Average, yeah. He's got 34. Riley's got 35. And Schwarber's got 38. 38, that's right. Yeah, he still has to catch Schwarber and homers. But, I mean, it's not impossible. He's still no. kind of fighting for the triple crown. He's cooling off a little bit, though. But, uh, you know, when you're still hitting 334, where the fuck he's hitting yeah. Not it's going to take a lot of cooling off to, I think, lose the MVP no matter what Freeman or Arenado does. Trey Turner's only stop. got 19 bombs. I really don't think, according to these odds, I don't think he's really the fourth favorite. I think Austin Riley's probably got a better shot. But, um, yeah. Man, you know, unless Paul Goldschmidt just stops playing baseball tomorrow, I think he's pretty much got it locked up. I would hope so. I'd really like to see an MVP. I've waited. The first year I watched 
baseball ever was Pools as MVP in uh, 07. He went back to back. Oh, the year the Cubs won the division? I remember that year. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen one since. Haven't seen anybody even sniff one. So uh, this is a breath of fresh air. Hey, speaking of uh, number five. Yeah. We'll see. He's got, what, four weeks left, three weeks? I think there's 28 games, right? Something like that. He yeah, can do right. it. He can do it. Why don't? Why do they keep challenging him with high fastballs? And they just do. assume he can't hit anymore. But he or or it's like a like a little uh, what do you call it from the other team? Like, come on, do it. Just just do it because there's got to be respect across the league. That's like a pitchers like I don't care if I let up a home run to Albert Pujols at this point, right? I mean, if you want to keep serving meatballs for Albert to park in the Big Mac land, I'm not going to complain. I didn't think we'd even get close to him actually getting 700. No. That, it was that, kind of a joke when we talked about it. That home run derby really did him something, didn't it? I mean, <laughs> fuck. This is rigged. I mean, he's, he's isn't he batting almost 400 against lefties this season? <laughs> oh, yeah. he two against righties. Are the two best hitters yeah, against yeah, lefties. Yeah, he's batting 05 against righties, uh, I imagine. <laughs> That's good because we don't. We don't have him hit off righties too often. I wouldn't imagine. I wouldn't either. No. Drew Smiley in the in the rotation, though. Go ahead and throw him in there. Oh yeah. All right. Now this one. I know Bradley's gonna hate this. Well, actually, he probably hates either choice. But uh, Hail MVP. Give me uh, Shohei Otani over Judge. Ooh. Let me just say something real quick. This was uh, this was yesterday. All right. I did the Angels play today. Yeah. Who knows? The Angels don't even know if they're playing today. Yeah, yeah okay. today. Just, uh, <laughs> Mike Myers is supposed to get the start. As of yesterday, well, okay, I don't know what happened today. Right, I'm just going to say that. Um, Shohei Otani batting 270, 361, 538 slash line, 32 homers, 85 RBIs. And from the pitching side, 136 uh, innings pitched, 27% K to block ratio, um, 258 DRA with a 254 fit. I mean, yeah, most valuable player to a team, which a team isn't winning. But, I mean, Judge is probably going to win it just because all the hype he's getting in easy Yankee and he's going to hit a record number of home runs. But um, Judge has helped the Yankees win more games, like I said, because that entire offense is just one big Isaiah kind of for and he's their only offense. But, I mean, Shohei Otani brings more to the table. I mean, Shohei Otani is leading his team in, like, every offensive and pitching stat category. Yeah. It's, it's kind of players. insane. He is he's two their players. whole team. It's insane, and that's why that's why he's my pick. I mean, I I know Judge is probably going to win it, but Shohei is my my pick. As, as long as you are a, basically a borderline elite hitter and pitcher at the same time, I don't see how you cannot give him the MVP. In my opinion, right? Right. Hey, uh, does the Yankees actually playing meaningful meaningful baseball versus the Angels not even sniffing a playoff do anything for you? That that's what I'm saying. That's the argument. There. I mean, the Yankees that's, have. That's, like actual players, though, outside of Judge. I mean, they have a good, they have a good enough defense. Their pitching staff has been more than good this year. I mean, their bullpen is. I mean, I guess they've really only had like three or four good guys out of their pen, but it's been more than enough. I mean, he hasn't been winning those games on his own. It's baseball; you can't win games on your own like that. That's why Shohei's on a losing team. <laughs> I wouldn't take that as punishment for him because he can't really help what, what team he's on. We I all mean, love Mike Trout. He beat the Rays on a walk. What a leadoff home run, a stolen base, and then 
Did he hit another home run or did he he scored that second run too? And he's playing above average defense in center field, which nobody thought was possible for him to sustain over a year. Um, I mean, it's not gold glove caliber, but it's more than average. I think he has a positive defensive run saved. I don't know the exact number in front of me, but no, like this is I mean, what happens when Judge stays healthy, though. Like this is what the the Yankees have been waiting for. I want to say there's about a war, a one full war difference between Shohei and Aaron Judge. I'll check that for you. And Shohei gets dinged because he doesn't play defense because the DH kind of gets hurt on F4, the way they factor all that in. So even take, taking that into consideration a little bit, but I still don't – I don't know what Aaron Judge has done to – the Yankees have not been the Yankees since, like, the 1st of July. And what he's still been able to do to just keep limping them along is, is really impressive because, I mean, you're getting no offense from anybody not named DJ LeMayhew in that lineup. Like Glaber Torres is well below the Mendoza line now after he was he was back. Remember that for two weeks in May? Man, I fucking love Yankees fans. Uh, so Glaber um, can't be back because he was never there, never there in the first place. I mean, come on. I'm telling you what, Cubs won that deal. Aaron Judge has an 8.4 war. Otani is an 8-1. Ah, it's close. That okay. is very close. Fuck. I mean, it's not like it's a knock on Aaron Judge to say Shohei deserves the MVP because it's very close, and Aaron Judge is having yeah. an unbelievable season. Like, he really no is, denial. yes. No. Bradley, I know you hate both of them, so what's your pick? I mean, I think you give it to Judge, I think. I mean, now, if he, like, cools off or something, I mean, there's still three weeks left of baseball. I mean, a lot can kind of happen there. Um, yeah. But, like, I, if I had to give it out right now, I would probably give it to Aaron Judge. If the Yankees choked the division, but Aaron Judge still hit 60 homers, what do you think? If he still had 60? Oh, yeah. If he had 60, it's about signed, sealed, and delivered. I don't think it's a question. Joey? I'd still give it to Shohei, but I, I can easily go either way. Hmm. Okay. All right. Cy Young. American League? Yeah. Verlander. Verlander. Uh, now, well, okay. Well, Shane McClanahan is putting up a. Yeah, but I think McClanahan's third. He's going to fall off. He's going to fall off towards the end because he's not going to get enough innings. It's Cease or Verlander. Dylan Cease too. I I didn't McClanahan get that cortisone shot like he's actually supposed to come back somewhere. He's, I think he he might be on an IL. St- I got to double check actually, but but the Rays are super careful with pitchers. Anyway, yeah. add a little bit of injury into that. They're, they're looking at playoffs. They don't. They're. They're coasting right now. Our pitching staff is so deep. We just got, you know, Yanni Torino's back. So they're, they have no incentive to overwork. Oh, him. Yanni Torino's back. He's back, baby. <laughs> He's back. Um, according to ESPN, uh, 2022 Cy Young predictor, Justin Verlander's in first right now. Then Framber Valdez. Nah. Then Dylan Cease. Then, believe it or not, Emmanuel Classe. Yeah, no, I'm not giving it to a closer. Same way if Edwin Diaz finishes top five in the National League, every beat rider should just get slapped. That is stupid. Um, Edwin Diaz is number five right now for an right? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm Play aware. Trumpets. But if that's what that ends up as, I'm going to be one pissed off, dude. All right. So, I mean, Verlander, Verlander, you two? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving it to Framber Valdez. That's for sure. No. It's going to be Verlander or Cease. Uh, I'm going to go with Verlander. He's, what, 38? I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous because average fastball velocity is like 98 still. It's nuts. 
I'm willing to say that Verlander is limited action maybe in the next few weeks. If Dylan Cease puts up some ridiculous starts, I don't think he's really out of the question. Like, you know, Verlander, but he's not the only one. I mean, it is going to, I think it's just going to be that two horse race, though, between Verlander. Oh, yeah. Unless, like, someone comes out of nowhere, like Alec Manoa throws three straight complete game shutouts or something this month. Alec Manoa is number five. He's number five on that list. I thought Um, you just said Class A was five. He's four. Or Diaz is five. Diaz Diaz is five in the NL. Yeah, there you go. Um, Currently, Verlander's ERA is a 184. Uh, Dylan Cease's is a 213. Manoa's at a 248. It's going to be an interesting three weeks, I guess. Um, Is the National League Pablo Lopez? Pablo? Sandy? Sandy? Or Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, Sandy. My bad. He's number six on that list. Sandy's the one. Either him or Julio Urias. It's got to be, but it's Sandy. No, Tony Gonsolin's in first, and he's he's my pick. Man, a 16-1. Tony is not getting in. Sandy's been – no, but – Wins don't matter. I, I know, oh, but still, it's he's already at two ten ninety, two ten ERA. Sandy it's has the most valuable by a in the long shot league. in both leagues. Sandy. Sandy's thrown like five complete games this year. Of course, he's he a hundred and ninety and two thirds innings already with a two three six ERA. That's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous workhorse shit. You don't see that anymore. No. Watch out for Julio Urias. He's number two. He's better he is, than he's number two. He is number two. Uh, Gonsolin's ERA is a 2-1. His is a 2-2-9. And he does have um, 17 more innings pitched. Yeah, and since the All-Star break, he's got a 1.1 ERA. I mean, Urias is definitely nastier than Gonsolin. I mean, he's got some wiffle bullshit. Yeah, that is. I mean, he is. I'm saying, I can't give the Cy Young Award to the man that got blown up in the All-Star game. The National <laughs> League starting pitcher came out and shit the bed on his own mound. Sorry. Automatic <laughs> DQ. See ya. All right, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm actually I, I gotta go with Sandy. Tory Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, legend. Legend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. So I'm Here, going Sandy. Some... How about you guys? Well, Sandy. Yeah. Sandy? Yeah, give me Sandy. I mean, Sandy? it's just I, I guess it's Sandy, but I don't love – I don't think there's a definitive winner by any stretch. Yeah. It's, the NL is kind of more going to change in the next three weeks. Yeah. It's going to be very – I mean, everything but the NL MVP race would be very interesting in the next three weeks. I've got some interesting stats. I was diving around on Baseball Savannah earlier today. Found some stuff you guys might like to know. You want to take a guess who the top five fastest players in baseball are according to sprint, sprint speed? O'Neill Cruz. Nope. Trey Turner. What? Yeah, he's number three. Oh. He's 30.3 uh, feet per second. Adding Corbin Carroll, now that he just came up. Corbin's the fastest at 30.4. Is he? Yeah. That man's got wheels. What, what if I told you <laughs> your center fielder, Jose Siri, at 30.3 feet per second is the fourth fastest? Bobby oh, Witt Jr. is also at a sprint speed of 30.4. Man, this kids. Where can fly, is Yasmani huh? Grandal on that list? 
Now, when you walk, you, you can't really run to first. Like his batting hey, down average, he's very hey, down there. I mean, how many, how many players down. are active in the league? I'm pretty sure he's last. Way too many. Okay, so if I okay, okay, according to Baseball Savant, fielding, who are the top five leaders and outs above average? I'll give you number one because not a chance in hell you get it, and he's in the lead by five. Jonathan Scope is technically the most valuable fielder. Number two. Give him a platinum globe. Take a, huh? I said give him a platinum globe. <laughs> no, let's not. I Actually, no, let's do it. The Tigers need something. Okay, number, number two, two go Nolan. 18 outs above average is who? Nolan? Nolan? Not quite. He's number four at 16. Oh. 18 outs above average. Not, um... Come Give on, me man. a position. Give me a position. Shortstop. Formerly a second baseman. Tommy Edmond. Tommy Edmond picks it like nobody's business, man. It's crazy. Uh, but right behind him, in a contract year, playing his mind off, represented by Scott Boris, Dansby Swanson. Swanson. <laughs> crazy. Then Nolan Arenado is fourth at 16. And... Some are saying the second best current player to ever play for the Stanford Cardinals, Nico Horner, is number five at 14 hey, outs hey. above average. I'm telling you, Nico is he's also probably not far out of the top five in sprint speed either. That motherfucker can fly. <laughs> he's fast, he hits for average, he's good at defense. I mean, hey, I <clears throat> speaking of hitting for average, Nick Coming Madrigal, two knocks tonight, two RBIs. He's on fire. Hmm. Nick Madrigal What's he batting now? Nikki, 220? Yeah, Nikki, you can miss knocks shit. But I tell you what, Nico Horner. He's fun. He's fun. Nick Madrigal's been so disappointing. Nico Horner is fun. Yes. Talking about disappointing, Madrigal is on fire right now. <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> hit the ball for the first nine-tenths of the season. He's hitting 259 right now after hitting like a buck 80 the first half of the season. He should be hitting 310, no less. He's a contact guy, and he's not even hitting he's for back. Contact. He's hitting over 300 the last month. He has to be. <laughs> He Holy just he needs, to, he needs to walk more. Okay, so Major League Baseball. That's 30 games, he's hitting 292. How do you like that? It's better. Um, 10 walks to 11. Let's just face it, both teams in that trade lost the trade. <laughs> what if I told you Johan Duran is the fastest average four-seamer in baseball? What yeah, is it, like 98.7? 100.7, Andres Munoz oh. of America's team. Is at 100.1, and Class A is at 99.9. That's a shame. Helsley's at 99.4, and Jacob DeGrom at 99.3. A starter should not be able to average 99 on a fastball velocity. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, where's Verlander on that list? I want to see how. Um, okay, give me a second. I will Probably also tell you. The top five. Okay, here we go. Well. Think he's lower than you want to believe he is. Spencer Strider's at number 17 at 98.2. Oh man, he's down here. Well, I'm getting way, way down. I'm done looking. Yeah. He's much <laughs> lower than you would have thought. Um, I'll give you a little throw on a little nugget here. 
Um, you want to take a guess, Major League Baseball this year, who has the average four-seam fastball spin, the highest average four-seam fastball spin? Keegan Thompson? Nope. Justin Steele? Nope. Uh, and You ran out of good Cubs pitchers. Yeah, that's the thing. Hey, hey, Stroman has been the best pitcher in the NL on the road. At Wrigley, he blows, but on the road in the in the NL, he has been the best pitcher also. That's why he said it's different there. Oh, so are you so are you doing this because of Ethan Roberts? Yeah, it's Ethan Roberts. I was gonna say Ethan Roberts spin rate on every pitch he throws is absurd. Two thousand six hundred fifty nine rotations per minute. I'd like to see what his number what is on nerd. his slider because his slider has like thirty inches of horizontal break. I swear it's like three feet. It's ridiculous. God, look who's last again. Oh, my goodness gracious. First one out, last one in. Here he is. Terrible. This is still selfish. He hasn't figured it out. And no image either. <laughs> and his camera's not working. No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give it no. a second. <laughs> you got to let it warm up. Hold on. It's like cold starting a diesel. <laughs> Don't plug it in for a minute. It's cranking over right now. <laughs> Sputtering bad. This is ridiculous. Camera's camera's jailed up. <laughs> Give me a damn flip phone. I'm tired of this stuff. <laughs> so confused. What are we doing? <laughs> just worked. <laughs> what do you mean? All right. I mean, you want to just go bold here and um World Series prediction. Who do we got? Okay, now you're getting a little outlandish. Oh. Skip right into it. I don't uh, think you're allowed to speak until your face is on here, honestly. <laughs> seems like a Cardinal uh, Astro. Oh, this is killing me. me, but I don't know. I think we're looking at a Braves Astros World Series, I, and unfortunately, the Astros are looking like World Series champs. They look so good yeah. right now. I, I'll, I still won't forget. I mean, all preseason, Bradley was telling me Astros are not going to win the division. I mean, look where they are now. I don't remember saying that, oh, but okay. My goodness gracious. They, of course, like of course you don't. Right Wait, too. you I mean, can't just you can't just do this without pulling your receipts, man. Give me your damn evidence. <laughs> a fuck. That division's wide open. The Astros just keep getting worse. I mean, Correa leaves for sure. I mean What do you mean they keep getting worse? How they're they getting older. Okay, you're getting older, yeah. You were just willing worse. to pay Carlos Correa four hundred million dollars. If that's not the best shortstop in baseball money, then I don't know what is and what team is okay with losing Carlos Correa. Okay, okay. say they bring him back. Are you still going to say that? They're not going to bring him back. He just signed with the Boris Corp. He's not get. He's gone, dude. He's gone. What are, you he still turned have down five Tucker, years of Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel. Old Yuli's thirty-eight. So. He still had the he could hit like that. So you make fun of me with for Adam Wainwright, but it's okay yeah. if Yuli Goriel's ready for AARP too. Hitting and pitching are two completely different things. Okay, anything, I feel like he's not Nelson Cruz, but okay. Still old age. That's that's a terrible take. That's boring. all right. NL breakout. We need some I'm, I'm facts gonna here. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. Check the tape. Run it back. I will. I will check the tape because he said it multiple times. We get a review from New York. We got to call up that. Yeah. Set the headset. Thank you. 
So he doesn't even want to show his face. He's so embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> he, I mean, I want to show my. He knows face he's wrong. He knows guy. he's wrong. <laughs> he knows he's wrong. He won't show his face. Can we just say the yeah. Orioles are winning the World Series and just be done with it? I feel like that's uh, that's the move. Orioles, huh? Chaos ball. The Rays think, can't yeah, sustain I mean, this, Joey. Hey, if the Orioles make yeah. the playoffs, look out. If they're still hot enough, if they're hot enough to ride into the playoffs to the end of the season, I mean, they could be. They could hey, be some, some I wouldn't even there. be mad. That'd be fun. The sca- oh, there he goes. God. The sca- hey, I mean, it's baseball. The scariest teams going into postseasons are the ones with momentum. I mean, look at the Braves last year. The, it's, how, it's how baseball 20, is. Nationals in 2019. I mean, shit, Exactly. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's we how have baseball is. recent history to back this up. The scariest teams are the ones you don't expect to have momentum. I'll tell you who doesn't have any momentum right now. Hopefully they don't gain any. It's the Milwaukee Brewers. Because as much as oh. I do not care for the St. Louis Cardinals, I would much rather see the Brewers just completely collapse to fall, to finish the season. Like I do They're, not care about that team one bit. Their collapse has just been bad. They did it to themselves. That Josh Hader trade was heinous. Hey, <laughs> was hey but that hasn't worked out for the Padres either. Yeah. They, well, they're There's, just broken. The Padres haven't had any other trades work out, but the Nationals and Brewers aren't any better either. <laughs> no. No, they're not. I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to agree with a, a Braves Astros. I think this postseason is going to be really fun to watch. I really do. Because a lot there's a yeah. bunch of teams that are, like, right there fighting for it. It's going to piss off all of our New York fans that we didn't predict a Subway series. Shout out, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Sad. Yeah, I would have to say it's got to be Houston and the Braves, I think, are a really good pick. I think the Mets are terrifying if you just have a healthy DeGrom and Scherzer. That is just, it's really, you're going to have to, your goal is to score two runs. And that's pretty much all you can hope for because you, you're going DeGrom, probably Diaz afterwards. It's like, that's. Yeah, you're not, you're not touching that. You got to get that one reliever that goes in between the two. That's, that's your hope. Adam Montevino. He's yeah. been dominant. Just wait until Taiwan Walker comes out this postseason and absolutely shits the bed for the Mets. They're going to be fine games one and two, but oh boy, when they come rolling around, Zach, I don't even have Zach Wheeler. What am I saying? I don't even know who they have. They got Carrasco at the bottom of the rotation anymore. Yeah, Chris Bassett. Both I don't know. Purpose, I don't know. I don't know about that 3 3 5 in the postseason. David Peterson. I mean, I don't hate David Peterson. I did take him in fantasy, but the ultimate sign of approval. That's I can't give you much more than that. I did predict Aaron Judge to have an MVP season by drafting him this year. So, what do we think the Padres will do in the playoffs? Do we think they're just going to crap out immediately, or do yeah. we actually have? Who's your number one? They don't have a number one, but they got like six number threes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Darvish. I mean, Darvish has been pitching deep into games at minimum. He's he gives up three runs every time, but he will pitch seven, eight innings for you. I mean, I love me some you, Darvish. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm a. They're gonna have to really put it together if they want some playoff success. They look not great at the moment. They're not as good as they should look anyway. After trading for Juan Soto (laughs) and Josh Hader, bad. I mean, that's the kind of thing that like, could turn around real quick if you get hot a week before the playoffs start, and then it's like, oh. That's what I mean. Like, if they can put it together, they'll be yeah. dangerous, but they just do not look together. <laughs> They're missing a needle-butt motorcycle crash uh, junior. <laughs> yeah, like, they are missing. As he is known. Can we, As he is known. Can we make, 
Can we make that a shirt? <laughs> needle butt. Just a Tatis jersey, but on the back instead of Tatis, it says Needle Butt Motorcycle Junior. <laughs> Be hilarious. Oh my we can God. sell that. Hey, Bradley, while you're figuring out your damn uh, XXL, your video there, I want you to do a job for me. It's a lot of words. That is a lot of words. It'd be like Shane yeah. Gilders Alexander on the back of his jersey. Go go look up a few uh, guest of players for me, Bradley. I got one already. All right. Well, I got two if you guys are ready for that. Unless you have any final closing thoughts. Cardinals been hot. Don't care. Can we talk about how the Milwaukee Brewers just buried themselves from four up to eight and a half back. We already did. You were figuring your shit out. No, now I see. Now that's where you're lying to me because I know you didn't involuntarily oh. talk about the Cardinals. Owen? Well, we did. We mo- It was mostly us talking about how we wanted to see the Brewers fall apart rather than yeah. seeing the Cardinals. And they already have. Well, you can thank the Cardinals. Jordan Montgomery. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nolan Arenado. Yeah, Tyler O'Neill's yeah. hitting tanks. Okay, that's enough Cardinal talk out of you. He's actually oh, holding his Paul Goldschmidt body pillow right now, which is why his camera is off. <laughs> I'm doing more than just holding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Inappropriate. There's children that watch this. All right. Here's my uh, my first guest to player for you. Yeah. Started his career in 2008 with the Chicago Cubs. Went to Oakland, White Sox, and San Francisco. Jeff Smarzo? Yeah. Yep. I got one. That's the only one I'm ever going to get. So I was just rolling through, and Joey beat me by about five seconds. All right. I got this one that might be a little tougher for you, though. I, I, that was a little gimme. That was a gimme. All right. Here we go. We take gimmies. <laughs> Good yeah. job, Joey. Thank you. <laughs> here we go. Started screen in 2004 with Atlanta. Um, went to Pittsburgh. Then what he year? went to Boston. He went to Pittsburgh in 2007. Then he went to Boston in 2009. Back to Atlanta, then to Arizona, then to Washington, and then he finished his career with the Chicago White Sox. What year did he retire? 2015. Okay. He is a career 14.2 war player, 255 home runs, and a 260 batting average. Okay. Um, that Pittsburgh to Boston is feeling a lot like Jason Bay, but it's not Jason Bay. And then he went back to Atlanta. Who the fuck went back to Atlanta? So in 2009... He was with Pittsburgh, then Boston, then Atlanta, all in the same year. In 2010, he went to Arizona. Okay. So he only, he he was, only played six games with Boston. Was he an infielder or an outfielder? Infielder. What team did he start with? Atlanta in 04. I can, I, th- I can think of this player, too, which this sucks because I can't name him. Um, infielder. I want to say this guy was on well, 04. You can't be a third baseman and, and be in Atlanta. Chipper Jones is there. But you can go first. 255 career home runs, you said? Yep. Okay. Was this 
Mm. Uh, oh, damn, he's an outfielder. It's not Nate McLeod, right? Oh, he was a first baseman. You were right when you went to that assumption. Okay, well, son of a bitch. Boston in 09. He didn't say the Orioles in there. Oh, Arizona in 2010. Who the hell was their first baseman? Then the if White Sox. A, in if I give you a hint, it might give it away. All right, I think I I think I know who this is. Is his name Adam LaRoche? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Okay. It took me a minute to get there, but uh, we did it. I will never forget the White Sox made that man retire because they didn't like his son being in the clubhouse. Those inconsiderate fucks. That's why the Southsiders will never win anything again. Unbelievable. The curse of Adam LaRoche. Unless you go get Ozzie Guillen to start managing again. Um, I'm thinking it's about hopeless over there in the South Side. Hey, do you think you think this is the White Sox curse? Is Adam LaRoche right there? Not letting like the Cubs had the goat, and you think the White Sox is Adam LaRoche's son? Uh y- yes. Yeah. Yeah, it'll take it'll take about a hundred years for us to come to that conclusion. Yeah, that's exactly. I've got to guess the player. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. So in 1997, he came up with the Minnesota Twins. He was a twin until 2007. 2008, he played for the Angels. In 2013, he moved on to Detroit. In 2015, he went back to Minnesota before retiring. So Minnesota, the Angels, the Tigers, back to Minnesota. See a first Trevor baseman. Plouffe? It's not Trevor Plouffe. He's been in his pretty much all of his career for like three years in Minnesota. Yeah. See a first baseman? No. Okay. You were thinking of Justin Morneau. I do. Believe. I was. Yeah. He played. Definitely not Morneau. Little known fact, in uh, what was it, 2013, he was like second in the NL when he played for the Rockies in batting average, or he won a batting title. He hit like 320. Rockies? Yeah. But the, the anyway, so this guy, 97 uh, to 2007, and then 2008 went to the Angels, Tigers in 13, Twins back in 15 before retiring, played 19 years. So when did he play for the Rockies? He didn't. I, that was just, I went on my uh, Justin Morneau tangent. Oh. Is he a pitcher? No. He hit a career 353 home runs. Oh, okay. 277 average. Pretty good defender. Hall of Famer, some are saying. Should be. Should have been. What position was he? He's an outfielder. Right field, center field. Center field early on, right field. And what was great. the teams he was on again? Uh, the Twins from 97 to 2007. The Los Angeles Angels from 08 to 2012. Went to the Tigers in 13 and 14. Tory Hunter? Yes, Tori Hunter. Thank you. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Joey with two tonight. Yeah, Holy that's impressive. Shit. I, I like it. This is what Joey, go buy yourself a lotto ticket. He just radiates <laughs> trivia. Yeah, yeah. well, he, I mean, he also radiates selfishness and 
Well, that comes yeah, with the territory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the Fernando Tatis's podcast. <laughs> no, no respect for the podcast, honestly. Yeah. So we got another that. guest player because. Uh, have one. Yeah, I thought Owen looked like he had the face of I got a player. Yeah, I got one. All right, I'll go ahead and this guy was a two-time All Star. Nick Madrigal. Sorry. Came up in nineteen. <laughs> came up in nineteen ninety-six with the Oakland Athletics. Two years later, in 1998, he signed with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, in 1999, the Diamondbacks traded him to the Blue Jays, um, and he was with the Blue Jays for uh, 2000. And then in 2001, the Blue Jays traded him to the Orioles, where he stayed until 2003 or 2004 when he signed with the Montreal Expos. Took a year off in 05, played for the Twins for a year, and the Nationals for a year, retired in 2007. Uh, Levon Hernandez. No, I think. Uh, I mean, his he his all star years. He had one in Toronto and one in Baltimore. So those are probably his most memorable stops. Um, who'd you say his first team was? Angel. The A's. He came up with the A's. Pitcher, right? No. Shit. Really? He was an infielder. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Um. Oh, the Diamondbacks in 98. Career 250 hitter, 221 career homers, 14 career war. Okay. What year did he retire? 2007, after playing with the Nationals for one year. Where careers go to die. Yeah. One year with the Twins and one year with the Nationals. That'll do it. Yeah, that's tough. Um, that's a desperate cry for help. This this is uh, infielder, outfielder. You would decide that yet? Infielder. Infielder. Okay. He's got to be like a first baseman. Other corner. Third baseman. Third baseman, huh? Nationals in 07. Oh, shit. What do you know him for? You well, actually, I guess he kind of split time between shortstop and third base for most of his career. Oh. Um, mm, I, I don't know his entire career path, but I'm going to jump out and say Orlando Cabrera. No. Got me to give it to you? Give me one more hint. Uh, what do you know him for? Tell me. Mostly the Orioles because that was uh, his Toronto days were before my time. That Expos is weird. Yeah, yeah 2004. That was their last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't place it. I hate this. Came up with the A's. Why do you move so damn much? I know. He was only with the A's for two years after he came up. I don't think I know. Uh, but is Tony Bautista. Ooh. Mm. He's got a funky batting stance. Kind of <laughs> violent. Kind of don't know really how he swung a baseball bat kind of deal. Hey, 220 career homers. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. I didn't know he was on that Expos team, but I don't know much about that 04 Expos team, honestly. I don't think anybody does. No, I don't believe so either. Rest in peace. 
Sad state affairs. Bring them back. That's what I'm saying. The Tampa Bay Expos. Montreal Rays. <laughs> Get them out of the trap. Well, I agree team. with that, just not to Canada. Canada doesn't deserve nice things. Whoa. P-Pass Rays are nice things. <laughs> not the Dollar General. Just move the race to Tampa. That's that's all I ask. Mm. Tampa Bay is not Tampa. I think Alabama needs a baseball team. The Rays seem fitting. There you go. The Montgomery Rays. Huh? I mean, they got the biscuits. Yeah, they can share field. I don't care. <laughs> the Rays would put up nice the asses in seats. The Rays would be the kind of organization to share a field with their double A team. Yeah, kind of like the poverty Blue Jays in COVID. <laughs> yeah, playing in Buffalo. Yeah, just build your new stadium, tight ass. God. Does Drake own the Blue Jays yet? Well, he owns Canada, so I figured he'd, you know, he's pretty much owning the Rams. Blue Jays come out in turtlenecks for every game. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Designer turtlenecks. Cashmere turtlenecks. You know. With like an owl. They'll get a little hard to cut out in their hair. (laughs) Everybody's yeah. walk-up song has to be a Drake song. That's fine. I don't think much would change. <laughs> Not a chance. You think uh, Kevin Biggio's walk-up song is Marvin's Room because his career is such a sad, sad thing? I know he's been hot. I bet it is, yeah. Probably gets pretty sad thinking about the state of his career. Yeah, he's like, man, I was really one of three, and I was the only one that sucks. If, yeah. if that's one guy that you want to succeed so bad and just hasn't pulled through yet. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I watched him swing and miss at like three pitches down the middle yesterday. It was tough. Yeah, so he's hit a couple tanks last week, hasn't he? He has, he has. has. Kind of been on fire. I mean, come on, Kevin, figure it out. We're all rooting for you. Yeah, I hope he hears this. Yeah, hopefully. He he seems like a touch-all four follower. I would hope so. Probably has like a fake alias and he's following us on YouTube. I can buy it. He's one of the dirty 30. Yeah, I I can see it, definitely. Yeah. Shout out, Kevin, Kevin. If you're listening, can I get your dad's autograph? <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't the most degrading thing, you could probably say to him. Hey, hey Gavin, can I talk? He wishes to you? he was his dad. I don't know how dominant Kerry Wood looked that day. Like I wonder. <laughs> like, well, hey, hey, if we're on the if we're on the mentions of shout outs, uh, Owen. Shout out, Bill. Shout out, Thunderbolts. Shout out Bill and the Windy City Thunderbolts holding an electric uh, last home Bill. game. Oh, incredible. Bill, what a guy Bill is. If you're in the uh, favorite game show host. Bill, if you're in the uh, Crestwood area of Cook County, or I mean Chicago, anywhere, go, go check out a Thunderbolts game next season. There's no more home games. Forest. It's just a brisk little drive over there. It's yeah. Too- yeah. It's a great place to spend your Thursday nights. They got wrestling post game. I mean, Bill's out there absolute electric factory when he hits the field that's, that's what i'm saying i mean they got yeah. the post game elect the post game wrestling was pure electricity oh it was it was fantastic great experience i mean what more can you say besides let's go bill can't can't um, endorse the thunderbolts enough great, great uh, the, the, the team is terrible uh they should sell the team to us i think touch all four can do a better job running that than yeah i think we'd probably run the team pretty well to be honest what's, it, what's the gm's name brian yeah, it was Brian. And, yeah, it yeah. was Brian because the manager's name was Brian, too. They had both yeah, the same yeah. name. Yeah, Brian, sell the team to us. All right, sell the team. Um, but, yeah, shout out, Bill. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Follow the socials. Follow the socials. Uh, Even you, Kevin. Kevin, do it. 
I will be posting a few blogs, hopefully, by the end of this week. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's yeah. watch some baseball. Stay tuned for some postseason fun. We'll be let's back. Before that. Roll birds. Damn right. Blue Jays are going to sneak their way in. Hey, <laughs> I root for all the bird teams. That's a good point. How can't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know, know how because one of them's a cardinal. But, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, Brad. Have a great night. Jealousy is a disease.